And we are back. You're with Jack and Jesse. This is the Color Flame Podcast. This was one of my favorite episodes. We just had Provide the People on. Now, they're one of Melbourne's youngest streetwear brands. The boys are like 16. It's crazy. And they are way more mature probably than Jack and I, if I'm being honest. But <laughs> I'm going to leave that up for the listeners to decide. Jack, how did you enjoy the chat? It was a great chat. The boys are all amazing. They're all good friends. they got a really cool story all in high school still. And it just goes to show that you can do anything and you you can start it at such a young age like the boys are, 16, 17. So it was super impressive. Can't wait for you guys to hear. Age is just a number. Enjoy the listen. Well, fellas, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys coming down. So it looks like you guys have been busy. You had you, you dropped last night. Tell us a bit yeah. about that. How did it go? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> we sold out maybe an hour. We have two smalls left. That's about it. So sure. that's exciting. We released 35 T-shirts. Wow. So that's good. Yeah, for those that are listening, we're, we're all wearing them at the moment. They're yep. looking pretty crisp. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So you guys you guys did really well. But just while we're on the T-shirts, great, great quality. Me and Jess um, obviously see a lot of T-shirts and samples and whatnot. So you can always tell when you put on a good T-shirt. And uh, I can confirm this is a good T-shirt, guys. So congrats. Well, good well, job. Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. You guys said, what, is this 280 GSM? Is that yeah. Uh, yeah. That's heavy as shit. 100% cotton. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Uh, congratulations, it's like 33 sales and what, this is your second drop? Yeah, second drop, yeah, so yeah. it's exciting. That's exciting as, and um, you guys sold out a large first, right? Yeah, yeah. large first and then XL and medium, basically yeah. same tiles, yeah. like exact same tiles. Cool, so that, that's probably showing you got a pretty male-dominated audience, is that? Yeah. 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 A couple of the fellas buying a t-shirt, yeah, yeah growing it's up. Funny that <laughs> as soon as the large sold out, like two of the our mates from Torquay that caught. a bit closer, yeah. Yeah. Two of our friends from Torquay that copped came, like, picked them up straight away. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> straight yeah, on the... That was pretty <laughs> cool. They get them on straight away as yeah. well. Yeah. S- save you on some shipping too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> it's unreal. So, cool. So, are you guys bringing these out of over somewhere overseas at the moment? Is that... Yeah. You want to talk about Dave? Yeah, no. So, our manufacturer at the moment, um, we have the printing and blanks from the same person. So, that's just over in China. Um and I mean, yeah, like you said, it's good quality, but there's definitely a lot of issues with that. What's a uh, t-shirt cost you guys like per tee at the moment? Um, with printing, shipping and everything, I think we're about 27, yeah. 28. Mm-hmm. Around those definitely get it cheaper than that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you guys, are they expressing out or like C-Frame? Yeah, so that's Express, which is good. But, yeah, um, comes fast. You get charged yeah. pretty bad though, huh? But it's pretty, yeah, like uh, we paid... 220 USD shipping on our last order of sample hoodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for short shirts, it's more because it'll be multiple boxes. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Have you been with that manufacturer for a while or have you, have you kind of switched around? Yeah, yeah. We've only only ordered from yeah. from them. Yeah. Probably a few. T- like we've only dropped two things now, two tees and then the hats. Um, but yeah, the first time we went for that, went with them. Because we couldn't find anything in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, we had trouble finding screen printing places and stuff. Like, some wouldn't message us and stuff like that. So that was a problem. And that's, as we start getting that's made in Australia, we'll have to look around, find, try new places and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose definitely when you've got those, like, smaller quantities, um, screen printers can be a little bit standoffish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
to call it bluntly, like when Jack and I were young and like going in and like I've got friends, family, they've all experienced this. Like they're just such asshole screen printers. Like when you go in there and you don't know anything, they kind of like look at you like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel I mean, that? We, we were in, in contact with a few places and I'm sure they're nice people, but they just would not reply to us. Yeah. Which is hard because we want to support local like manufacturing and everything, but. For context as well, you guys are from Torquay, which is about an yeah, hour out of Melbourne. Yeah. Makes it a lot harder, yeah. Probably no licenses. You guys are like 17. Yeah. All 17, 16? 16. 16. That's what's up. Young bucks. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. But so cool. Yeah, it was super hard at the start. Because um, even like screen printers in Melbourne and stuff, they message you, like message us and like get them, like so we send them details and stuff and then just no response for ages. Yeah, yeah. So then we sort of had to venture to looking overseas and getting into that definitely yeah so what have when you said you've had a few headaches overseas kind of what talk us through some of those um well for our recent one for example um we had to go through three samples and uh he just couldn't get the color right which um i don't know like it was like a completely different shade of blue three times Shit. even though we sent him the exact like um <laughs> hand-tone hand color. colors yeah. yeah we were sending the exact one every time but the photos just looked way off and um, on, on that David it's like when you get the photo like the lighting every, it's so exactly, different when it yeah. comes right so yeah this was our first sample that we said no to because it looked different <laughs> <laughs> and then humble sample yeah so we did three more samples and then he sent another photo of this in better lighting and we were like oh that was actually good <laughs> but we just didn't know because of the lighting and photos and everything yeah just on that like when we got the photos we were sort of bit like unsure about it and then Davey sent the photo when they came in and we were like halt like so much better than we thought it was wow and it's just crazy how like different it's on camera yeah. it's wild so you boys you said you had three rounds of sampling that was that, was that mainly just for the color or were you trying to make other adjustments um, just just the color yeah and the, the first was size the front size, was heaps yeah. smaller okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, no, the, the front was a lot smaller in our first sample. Yeah. So we ended up going with the second size and the first colour. Um, so kind of a mix of the two, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so like that with sampling. It's just like I, I always struggle with that because, you know, they might take it under like a bright light or it might be in the dark and yeah. it is literally going to change the shade of the colour tenfold. Yeah. That's yeah. a big thing. That's what we noticed even when we're taking the photos for the Instagram it sort of looked green if you saw that. Like <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I did yeah, see that. Yeah, so it was um, when you, when you see it now, it's a completely different color to sort of what it looks like on the Instagram. So that's mm. also something we can work on figuring out that. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, I suppose you know, just starting off, it's like trust is obviously a big thing. Like you guys are just kind of starting. Like you kind of need every drop to to go well in order to like level up yeah, and yeah. for that next drop and build. So I can imagine. I mean, we we already know what it's like, but. You know, when you when you do get that final bulk product and you're just like crossing your fingers, yeah, like yeah. hopefully they, yeah. they've taken into consideration everything we've been talking about. But it sounds like you guys, oh, it looks like you guys have kind of got there in the end, which is which is awesome. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And just changing lanes a little, like we caught up about two three months ago and we spoke a lot about marketing and you know we we had a nice orange juice and just shot some ideas. <laughs> I remember uh, we spoke a little bit about doing some tote bags and uh, yeah. I think you guys did some recently or? We, we haven't yet. We haven't ordered them, but because we were showing you our reels and stuff and what had done well and that was our most viewed reel. So we're, we're going to get onto it and 
make some new ones. And we were thinking about it doing it with this with this colour, but we haven't done it. So probably for our next T-shirt, it'll be the same sort of concept. That's awesome. Because originally you guys did, was it like dollar or two dollar tote bags or something? Yeah, two dollar $2 tote bags online. Um, and for the first one, we made it so you had to sign up to our mailing list. Smart. But um, So that really helped get a lot of people uh, on our mailing list. But it also confused a lot of people with... <laughs> like the password to enter and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a little bit too like uh, complicated for our first drop. Too many layers for yeah. people to, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it makes sense. You know, that was literally our first drop ever and we had all these like hoops to go through to buy it. So um, for the next one, we'll definitely make it maybe even a pre-order for the tote bag. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. That's dope. And how many, you guys sold out of those tote bags super fast? Yeah, we, um, we had 20, yeah, I think. 20. 25 tote bags, I think. Wow. So, yeah. Shot them in like five minutes, right? Yeah, it was yeah. super quick. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> we want to yeah. like, try to do a tote bag, like matching each tee or hoodie or mm. whatever piece of clothing we drop, like match a tote bag to that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a really nice touch. Like, I, I think people appreciate that. And it's just like a nice little like add-on, I guess. Yeah, I think, I mean, just through what Jesse kind of did at Push-Pull, like they used to give out so much free stuff like whether it be a tote bag or t-shirts with each drop or and i think that stuff goes so far and like you know giving value especially early on is just so important long term like that stuff is going to come around tenfold so it's great that you guys are thinking about that and kind of implementing those things now i think that's going to hold you guys in good stead going forward definitely yeah 100 percent. and we definitely saw that with push pull like doing yeah tote bags and all different things that pop-ups giving away things um, and then even from like uh, when I was really into Supreme, I don't know like how many people know, but in the week one of their collection, they always have one free item, mm. whether it's like a Supreme toothbrush or like a something like that. So um, it's funny you say that. I, yeah. I, I, I remember going, I think it was like the Brooklyn store and they were sort of notorious for like if the, if the guy at the checkout or the girl at the checkout sort of liked your vibe, they'd throw you like a lot of extra stickers. Yeah. And I'll never go in with my boy Pat, shout out to Pat. And uh, he went up first. I think Pat was being a bit of an ass, like asking for all the T-shirts at the back and they were running around for him. And I just think I bought a couple hats or something. I was pretty chill. The guy looked at me and he's like went under the counter and just grabbed like 10 stickers. Like those like <laughs> those like box logo, like the 3D ones, like these real nice ass stickers. And Pat was like, got like one shitty. <laughs> so like, so yeah, so I guess Supreme was sort of the start of that, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Even like on that, like, facial expression like when you give away stuff to people even if it's mates or something like what you get out of that is insane man exactly that's it it's worth it just for like the energy of that moment right yeah Yeah. Uh, you guys i mean i can imagine you guys will do a pop-up one day and i'll have to be there and see you guys give away i mean i i I gotta say like you guys are giving me this t-shirt this hat (laughs) i probably gotta start buying some shit soon (laughs) doing a good job of it yeah Yeah, yeah, for sure for sure Yeah. yeah It's um it's cool to hear, or it's interesting to hear, kind of I guess your your journey so far in terms of like bringing these teas to life. It sounds like there's obviously a lot of pain points, and I guess that's where you know this idea for color plane kind of eventuated with me and Jesse, like just seeing how hard it was to actually go and source good product, and um, for that to be a smooth process uh, without all the headaches, without getting three different colors sent to you and whatever. So I think it's exciting for us just to kind of validates. Um, for us that we we are doing something that is going to bring so much value to people including yourselves i think um so yeah i think that's that's um yeah just like good to know i guess good to know your story and i think i think there's definitely a lot of areas where you know hopefully we can help you and 
I think whether that's from a communication standpoint, being able to just like be in the same room as the people that are making your clothes, I think super invaluable um, and feeling the product and all of that good stuff. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to go into that a little bit more with you guys. Like what, obviously you talked about like the color of your prints a little bit as well. Like what, what else has kind of been hard for you guys to, to navigate? I think like there's another thing is like communication as well with the supplier. Like even if it's like, it's just not constant. So if we're asking something like sometimes there'll be a two or three day or it could be even longer, like wait for a message back about something. Yeah, yep. especially, you know, as you're a young brand, you know, you're maybe not ordering massive quantities. So you don't have sort of like the, you know, I guess the... Yeah, I mean, you just not a priority. Not a priority. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's tough. But yeah, I think, you know, Jack's hit the nail on the head in a lot of regards, you know, and sort of back to marketing, I'd love to sort of grow with you guys and, you know, keep you know, throwing ideas up and seeing what, what sticks. And I think things like, you know, giving away free tote bags. I know you guys have done like a whole bunch of other things in the community, different videos. And it's just finding your lane, what you're comfortable with, what you can do consistently. And yeah, I've already seen like a nice, you know, sort of flow from you guys. And I can't wait to keep growing that. Yeah, definitely. We're looking forward to it and seeing what happens with color playing. Like, obviously it's going to be amazing because yeah, I feel like every everyone who tries to start a brand or has a brand, faces the same issues like with suppliers so Facts. basically solves everything yeah <laughs> dude no doubt and, i mean and you guys starting a business at 17 16 actually i always think you, you always get your ages wrong it's astonishing man being 16 and you know uh, like it's hard to literally think about jack and i yeah like i was nowhere at 16 <laughs> like, you don't even want to know you know like just these conversations are so above us and you know over our heads so to even like be in this room with you guys and you guys are all so mature and I met you a handful of times now and that's incredible in itself. Like regardless if you make another dollar or not from your business, like that's huge, you know, so yeah. credit to you guys. I should be really Thank proud you. of the, the journey so far. And I guess while we're on the journey, how did it start for you guys? What was the inspiration? Well, on that, um, how it started was we all had like a passion for sort of business. I know me and Davey sell shoes as well. And um, I think it was fashion design class maybe. So me and Marvin spoke about starting a brand and there was a teacher that had to swap one of my subjects <laughs> and it moved me from something into fashion design and then that's when Marvin was in fashion design as well and then just spitting ideas and drawing logos and all that and then one day the name just came together and yeah. It's a dope name and a dope logo <laughs> like just real quick is like Jack and I were, were brainstorming logos and the first idea we had was like a planet. It was with, with like with like the, the, the you know little loop around it. It I'm was like, too. Yeah, I'm like, Jay, this is dope. And then one day I just like I fucking saw Yolo. I'm like, that's the exact logo we were drawing. <laughs> it's like, well, can't use that. So, so you guys, how how long did it take to find that name? I know speaking from experience, me and Jesse have looked at a thousand different names. Like that's such a yeah. <laughs> just it came from so you know divide the youth. I don't, but I don't, I, oh, no. it's, so it's like a brand. I'm not sure where it's from. In America. In America. Like but it California. sort of, can you see sort of the resemblance? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So it sort of came from around there, chucking different names in and stuff. And back onto what you're talking about before the, with the teacher. The teacher, because he knew I wanted to start a brand and he knew Tom wanted to start a brand. And he sort of brought us together. And <laughs> oh, that's, so that's, that's how it came about, really. That's crazy. Yeah. We need more teachers like that in the world. <laughs> yeah, we like, do. Let's start some businesses in this <laughs> shit. Like, but how old are you guys? Like 14 at the time? He's like, business. You too. Now. 
he doesn't own half your business. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then also Dave, Davey came into it. Maybe how, how long into it did you come? Because we hadn't done anything like, really. I think it was straight after we had a call with Jesse, which we're super grateful oh, for. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Pretty much set us up, <laughs> um, which our teacher also organised. Um, I think it was about week or two after that yeah when we sort of realized like we've really got to get on to our stuff now and get it sorted it was a good push i tell you that much. yeah because yeah. it'd been in the idea for maybe like six months and that push really really sort of brought it about it's crazy you say it because like you know thinking back to running a brand first year and jack can attest to this it's like first year of running a brand is probably the worst because like it's all uphill no one really cares you're, yeah you're trying to make people care the entire time and even yourself sometimes, like, is this going to work? There's so much doubt. So when we shouted you guys out on the live, and I think we took you from 30 followers to like 1,300, it was, I don't know, it was wild. It's probably the craziest thing I, I'd saw through Pushball. It was wild. It was, we did a live and we're just telling everyone like, go to provide the people, jump on now. And like, it was just like, like it was fucking crazy. But um, I was so happy about that because I, I was like, wow, you guys actually have an audience now, you know, like where you don't have to slog so hard in that first year. I mean, still, don't get me wrong, like, I know the work you guys have put in and you're still slogging away, but it is nicer to have a, like a base audience. You guys made like, was it, you say the other day it was like 60, 70 sales on your first t-shirt ever? Yeah. Yeah. Our first um, black t-shirt had 62 sales. Wow. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's, yeah, that's and awesome. bulk of that, like when we spoke about it, is all in the first night. Yeah. Pretty much all of that. Yeah. Insane, man. And like, yeah, like I, I can literally tell you like the first sales we ever did was like six t-shirts at like a market because like it took us so long to just build a website and figure out how to do that. So you guys are like five years younger than us and, you know, moving so well. So that's why we're so fucking excited 100%. for you. So D- Davey, how did you get brought into the fold then? Uh, I don't even remember like the exact point, but um, like Richo touched on before, like I had sold shoes for years and then um, Richo started selling shoes as well. So... We were kind of always like, we spoke about business a lot and um, doing like a pop-up for shoes and things like that. And then um, I, I forgot how it even... Yeah, it sort yeah, of like, just popped up, like yeah. as Davey said, talking about business and that all the time. And then you'd sort of like, I feel like because we sold shoes, you'd talk about like making merch or s- sort of for the shoe brand. Mm. And then you sort of think outside the circle and you have your own clothing line and all that. Um, but yeah, I think that's how it... That's so cool. Like, just want to dig into that because, like, I can relate so heavily to, you know, having a sneaker brand and, you know, I know you guys actually did it on a big scale. It wasn't, I was, what I did and, you know, I used to sell, like, fake Casio watches and just, like, really, like, when I was your age and just do those little hustles. But I love how, like, you guys are taking it super seriously. You're selling to big athletes. Like, who are some of the athletes and people you've sold to? Yeah, I mean, both of us, like, uh, he's sold to more kind of the AFL side. I was more into the NRL side, so um, sold to a lot of the like Sydney Roosters players, like shout out Angus Cride and Joseph Manu. They really supported me and um, you know helped out in that business. Um, and then Richo, yeah, there's a few. So I remember, I think it was it was through something, but the first athlete I sold to, I think, was Tyrese Proctor. So he was overseas playing oh, basketball now. Nice. Duke, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty crazy. And my brother's a huge fan of basketball, so he was like. <laughs> wild now (laughs) but um yeah and then recently like uh this year a few of the players that just got drafted so shout out to bailey humphrey and jacob constancy cool Um, boys but yeah they supported me so much and yeah that's That's seen heaps do you feel like the experiences 
and that journey of selling shoes, do you think that prepared you well for the brand side of things? Yeah, for sure. Like just everything you think of, like not even just money, but all the business, like selling, shipping, all that thing, like talking to customers. It's sort of like doesn't come natural, but once you've done it, it sort of just flows in and works perfectly. Davey was talking about today because we're talking about the shoes this morning and he said with our brand, we had to put a lot of money into it before we made a profit as to where when you're selling shoes, the first one you buy, you make money off. Mm. So like that was also interesting. Like when we talk about it, it's like how much money we've put in and it feels like a real brand. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, when you're selling other products, like they sell themselves and, you know, the hype from like a Travis, you know, it's like yeah. it's all there. It's, you don't have to exactly, do a marketing yeah. campaign, right? <laughs> you're pretty funny yeah. if you did, do you? <laughs> you're like, I don't know. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's obviously a lot more risk, I guess, in terms of like upfront capital, which sounds yeah. like you boys have put in, which, but I think, you know, to, to give you guys um, a bit of confidence, I think like this is the age to be doing that. Like yeah. you guys are 16, 17, like you guys have yeah. so much time. It's ridiculous. Um, so that, yeah, I would commend you guys just keep keep taking those risks early days. Like I think it's going to hold you guys in great stead. That's another thing is like what we've learned with the clothing brand is like with the shoes, you post them on Instagram and then sort of five minutes or a day later, someone messages you and they're sold and you ship them out. But it's sort of like way different than a clothing brand. Mm. So yeah, that was cool to see and just learn about that. Yeah, it's different. You know, I, I think... As Jack said, you know, you guys are so young and there, there isn't a better time. I'm assuming you guys will live at home. Like, or, you know, if everything went to shit tomorrow, like you're kind of back, you're still at school, so you can go a different path. So it's like this is literally on a scale the best time ever that you guys could be in a business, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no overheads or anything. None. Yeah. Like we're just basically all in because like what else are we going to really spend our money on? Like probably like the best thing to do with our time and money like absolutely and like the networks you create like even you know you, you might build like a bit of a customer base and even if you guys leave businesses like those people always be a part of your journey and that's why it's great to be the face of your brands as you guys all are you get really engaged in you know the, the content you post and that means you know in 10 years time if you're working somewhere else or running a new brand those people will follow that journey so i really you know commend you guys to keep pushing and keep putting you know yourselves out there i think that's probably the biggest thing yeah yeah no definitely because i mean i even noticed uh i never like formally uh like stopped selling shoes or like properly kind of like ended that business but it definitely just slowly slowed down but i definitely noted a lot i noticed a lot of the people that would buy my shoes now follow the brand and support that so they definitely follow you along your businesses and everything which is really cool definitely man yeah Definitely. Another thing on that, like Bailey Humphrey, who I was talking about, who got drafted, um, he so I sold a few pairs of shoes to him, and then like as soon as he heard about PTP, was like straight on it and supporting it, and yeah, it's just yeah, dude, the crossover is like it's a real thing. <laughs> community, community, yeah, like we're big proponents of it, and we've benefited so much, and this is sort of us giving back too, you know, like we want to like have these conversations make you know the biggest thing for jack and i is like if we could have kids you know your age younger even older you know watch this get inspired learn and go okay like this is what's worked for say provide the people i can apply myself in a similar way and you know get a similar result um you need a bit of luck along the way but like that's what you get through networking and being out there and vulnerable i'm sure you guys could attest to this but i'm assuming you guys have grown so much since starting the brand in terms of learnings and just your relationships and whatever do you want to speak on that a little bit yeah well um 
definitely learn a lot. Like there's this boy I work with who's starting his thing. It's like a food company type thing. And just like he's older than me and just like I was talking to him and like it's just stuff you've mindlessly learnt that you give to him to – it's like I don't know really how to explain it. but like, Yeah, it's advice that you just mindlessly learn. Yeah, and through like the everyday, yeah, right? Yeah, which is – yeah, go. Okay. And just another thing on like the marketing and stuff and like just to be – like you guys bring younger people on the podcast, like to, for us to be on this podcast is crazy enough, like this soon into our brand as well. Oh, so man. We appreciate that as well. Um, it means a lot to us. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I don't really have any words. It's just like, that's what we're all about. We want to have 40-year-olds on. We have 16-year-olds on. Everyone's got a story. Um, you know, it's just everyone's valued the same in our eyes. And, you know, we try to show it that through our actions. I'll just say that. Like, you know, it takes one thing to say, but more to do. So, yeah, more like, so, so, so happy to have you guys on here. We appreciate it. And just touching a bit on story, talk like for Tom, what are you doing, Tom? Um, well, yeah, well, we've all got a bit of a different story and path, but at the moment I'm in Vico, which is where we started that call with Jesse, <laughs> teacher in there, um, and vet fashion next year. So I did tried vet business or cert three in business this year and, um, didn't like it, but changing over to vet fashion next year. So yeah, see how that goes. Hey, how are you feeling like moving into that? Are you excited? Yeah, or? so excited, especially like with the clothing brand and that, just be able to learn so many more things things and like different stuff that I wouldn't have even thought about learning like yeah. about clothes and all that but yeah. yeah it'll be good I suppose like it's it's good now that like everything that you're learning in that course you can now just apply yeah straight to the business whereas like you know when you're doing math and it's algebra and yeah. you're like where the hell am I going to use this no, like so yeah. it's just like doesn't yeah but I think that that's really cool that you've kind of blended the your passion with your education I think that's yeah. great yeah no and um adding on to that uh, so our motto basically is like inspiring the youth. And I think, yeah, a big part of that is that all three of us have a different pathway. So yeah, we have, we're all doing fashion in some sense, but we have VCAL, VC and RMIT. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of just showing that like, if you want to do a brand or something like it's possible with whatever you're doing. Cause yeah, I mean, Richard's doing vet fashion. I'll be doing uh, three, four product design, which is like basically similar. And then Marvin, if you want to. And I'm doing like a cert four in um, clothing construction. So oh, it's sort of awesome. like sewing machines, screen printing, all, all of that type of stuff. Learning about fabrics and stitching and stuff. Yeah. The different qualities. Those are a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell. Got more credentials than me and Jesse. <laughs> yeah, we might need to swap. You guys might need to host this podcast. Probably won't be long. So what's so what's the dynamics of of your team? Like who who kind of leads what? What we're still sort of like sorting that out because sure. it's still like not early on, but because we've done like two drops only, so we're all sort of just mixing it up. Like post, it will post on the Instagram, all ship stuff out and design and stuff there's like a few things that are split up sort of but yeah we try to mix it all up at the moment yeah that's that's something when we spoke to you about you asked us about that so we've sort of been we've sort of been thinking about it although we haven't totally figured it out but like for example dave's the only one that really knows how to design at the moment but where that's something we're all trying to figure out all setting goals to learn and like richo does a lot of the social media and stuff and i guess that comes with him having a shoe brand and he's already used to it it's like we're figuring it out. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. It, you know, it's uh, definitely early days, right? Yeah. It's like still at school, so much commitment there too. So there's only so much you can do. But yeah, I think 
you know, we, we said uh, in some other podcasts today, we had a few other guests and a main theme was like, I think for brands out there and you guys are definitely in this category where you're operating a brand, but you have other things on. And I think it's very healthy. Uh, but with that said, it's like, there's also going to be a time which you probably do need to go all in. It's probably not when you're at year 11 in school because you'd have to drop out and I get phone calls from your mum and teachers. So please don't do that. <laughs> but I think, you know, maybe post year 12, you know, or whenever that is for you guys, when you get your five days a week free, seven days a week, really. It's like the Jack and I can both agree on this. It's like when you go full time and you put in seven days a week worth of work, the results and how fast you move is just like probably double the pace because like there's no more time spent on like you know the the exam in you know in two weeks that you're study for it's it's now just head down every conversation you're having is like a business related you know give or take you keep balancing your life but everything's moving that way so i reckon that'd be awesome for you guys in a, in a couple of years and this is a long tangent so i'll wrap it up but i think the fact that you've chipped away and built up you know your audience so in two years or so when you can go full-time i think it'll just be cherry right really yeah yeah no definitely i mean we notice that even in the school holidays i mean we go from having school five days a week to being free and then we're just way more productive can you know drop things and everything so then definitely once we're actually finished school hopefully yeah just on that, like, even the ideas that have been spoken about, like, since we've all finished school this year, like, it's just so much more than when you're in school. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I, I get asked this question a million times to, uh, by a lot of young brands. I'd love to hear you, you know, your guys' opinion as you live and breathe it. People always say, like, oh, is the money, it's such a big constraint. Like, I'm, I don't have the money. But my answer to that, and I want to see if you guys agree, is, like, no, it's more about the time. You know, it's like they're probably working full time or they probably have a lot of commitments. That's where they'd probably fail or not like, you know, progress. Would you guys say it's probably more a time thing opposed to money or? Yeah. Well, we haven't really thought of it as like a money thing at the moment. As like, cause you don't really see much of the money. It's just all going straight back into it and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, it's definitely more of a time thing. You said just quickly, you said before that you guys all put in a bit of money into this. Like, do you mind sharing how much money you guys all put in? Um, so we, Went and made a business account that we all have access to, a bank account. We all put in uh, 1500 each. Awesome. Um, and then our plan was to not have to top that up and just, you know, reinvest and kind of force ourselves to work with that money. Has that worked but, so far? Uh, it's worked so far, but we definitely had to spend more than that. Right. We, yeah. We've, we've spent more, so like... Before we had the business account, because we already had our site set up and stuff like that, and like, what else have we spent? Just like, samples. we did samples, samples. there as well. Expensive. Um, <laughs> add yeah, samples or expensive. Add super, yeah. especially because they're on their own. Um, but yeah. So we say we've put in anywhere from seven to eight grand. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the website as well, like, that was another thing at the start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we met with an accountant and, and set up like a accounting softwares and stuff so that that was also money we spent which was like it's all been worth it of course like especially the accountant stuff like yeah yeah i think it's great you guys are obviously thinking long term so that's that's awesome that's something me and jess advocate for all the time um yeah if you do have to put up that extra bit of money right now but it's going to mean that once you guys are bigger and <coughs> excuse me once you guys are bigger down the line and you don't have to worry about those things and those headaches don't come up, that's, that's so worth it. So that's uh, awesome. You guys are obviously um, very switched on um, if you guys are looking at all that those things now, for sure. 
Yeah, and I just want to say as well, you can definitely get away with not spending anywhere near that amount. We just obviously were, I mean, we thought it out and definitely just put a lot of time and money into it. But, I mean, our tote bags were, like, done really budget. We spent a dollar on each bag and we did it in our garage. and like Seeing the video, the yeah. ghetto set up, yeah. So, like, <laughs> you, can, you can definitely still start a brand with literally, like, $100 or something. Mm. So, hopefully that doesn't, like, Scare anyone Scare away, people away. But like, yeah. yeah Yeah I mean 7, 8k Between three guys as well You know It's like yeah. Over about a, six months A year now You guys have been yeah. operating So it's like If you break it down It's not You know Insane Like I think people think It's like 20 grand 50 grand It's like no Like it's it's not that And as you said You can build just as strong As a brand Through $100 With tote bags And you just got to think And again But that comes back down To time The more time you're, you're thinking The more time you're spending In your day Not you know So that's back to my point. I think everything just takes time. You can work around money. You can think around it. Social media is such a valuable asset right now. And, you know, you guys are really utilizing that well. Um, Richard, did you have anything there? I think it goes back to the time thing. Like just how much time you spend in a day, like thinking about it and stuff. Like you obviously sometimes don't think of it as a job, but like when you're actually like go out taking photos or something or have a meeting like during the day or something and just spitting ideas and all that. Like, yeah. It's all time, right? Yeah, hours do tick away, and you know, you got to work sort of deadlines, and you know, you got to drop a t-shirt, and time's everything in business. Um, but you know, to you guys, like I, I know I th- we keep saying how great this is, but I guess it's like the broader listener. You know, if there's young people out there, like I couldn't recommend highly enough starting a business. Whether that's saying you know one hat a week at a market or one tote bag that you give away for two dollars, like you guys did, I think just being in business and, and getting a feel for the real world, getting a feel for yourself too because you learn. Do you guys feel like you've learned a lot about yourself? Yeah, yeah. You know? Sure. And, um, I don't know. There's been a couple of times we've had pretty good conversations and stuff about what we see, what we want, and that, that really helped, I think, grow us grow together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting as well because us three, we haven't really been friends for that long. Like we didn't you know, know each other in like since year seven really. So it's been, yeah, pretty good, like, brought us all together and we've learned a lot, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think because me and Marvin went to primary school, maybe kinder as well. Hey, <laughs> yeah. the truth comes out now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a while, but, yeah, we never really spoke about starting a brand till a year ago, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe this time, maybe a couple months earlier in year 10, yeah. Yeah. Is it is it crazy to look back on that and, <laughs> yeah. and kind of be where you are sitting today and be like, wow, like, we actually made it happen it's pretty wild and that's another thing like back to the time thing you don't realize how much time you put in until you look back like oh we started this a year ago you're like far out but yeah it moves fast doesn't yeah. it you know and like that's why you might as well put in the work today because like it is a cliche but you look back and you're like shit we're six months you know down the line and i remember when i was thinking about doing something but if you actually start acting and just say we might have a listener out there that's never started a brand but it's like just go to kmart buy a four dollar anchor hat they're actually pretty good and then just you know, I don't get a paintbrush out and paint on it. Try sell it to someone. Yeah. Like you can start a brand just like that. You don't need a website. Maybe post it on your own social media. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Which kind of like getting yeah, intense, getting a bit too intense <laughs> for you guys. On so. that, like <laughs> even if you only sold five t-shirts or whatever, like if you go down the street and see someone wearing that t-shirt, like 
you get so much out of that. So much. Yeah, man, that's kind of what inspires you to do the next five, right? Yeah, like, exactly. it's just those little and then things. And it goes on to 10 and 20 and hundreds and thousands. But yeah. Well, like the thousands. <laughs> <which I think. laughs> now, now we're talking. Um, yeah, guys, I think that's a really important point. And I think people will really take that out of today's chat. That, you know, if you just start, you don't, it's like we can't tell everyone the benefits you get. And sometimes you don't even register them, like, directly. It's like, it could be a year down the line, you look back and you're like, fuck, that was so sick. You know, that... You guys might look back at the uh, the tote bags and like that was crazy, and you guys are selling for two dollars. And in the moment, it might have been hard work, but you look back with so much sort of like love for it. I would love to just move on to something quickly. Um, now, Davey, I know you and Jesse have known each other for a little bit. I wanted to kind of get into your relationship a little bit, maybe let the listeners know kind of where that started and and how you guys met. I think there's um a really good story there. Yeah, yeah. So um in yeah was it year ten. You might have been year nine. Yeah, I can you yeah. might be year nine. Year nine, yeah, end of year nine, I think it was. Um, our like for school, everyone had to look at work experience, and so everyone was just kind of doing, you know, their uncle's business or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna send a message to push pull, <laughs> as you do. So, um, sent a message just saying, like, a shot my shot, just said, I need work experience for school. Can I can I come and you know see what you guys do in a day or whatever and then um you guys said yes and then that's pretty much yeah how it started crazy man yeah, yeah. That, it was probably like, it was what 2020 was it 20 yeah yeah it was, 20, it was 2020 yeah yeah how long did you work th- with the boys for um i'm not i'm not sure the time frame but i like went a couple days was yeah it? I, I went yeah Surprised you lasted that long. Yeah. A, few, uh, <laughs> a few different, a few different occasions. Really lasted longer than me. Didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, man, that was that was amazing. I remember, yeah. and it's I I don't I reckon I saw you in that period. Then it was maybe six months a year till I saw you next, and you're like a yeah. head taller. Like you had this big baby face when you were fourteen. Like you're growing, your voice had dropped. I was like, Davy Jesus is like hustling sneakers around. You know, he's a changed man. But um, nah, man, I I you know from the bottom of my heart like to see you grow and you know just take the steps like you know i've seen you develop and i'm really excited just to keep seeing that growth and you know you look like you're having such a positive influence on like so many people around you and yeah dude just keep doing what you're doing and where jack and i in color plane in general digby as well he's part of color plane shout out to biographer <laughs> is um we're all here for you and i mean that and that goes for all three of you, all you boys yeah. Yeah. that's a big part of what we're doing because i think in the industry it's just too standoffish the fashion industry in general but specifically blanks in what jack and i do it's just you know the stigmas buy sell see you later but we want to keep that bond going if you guys ever need anything you know how do we do our first pop-up anything like that like we have those connections and we'd love to you know get that stuff going yeah i think like uh, yeah no thanks that really means a lot yeah thank you for that of course i think that goes on to like when we met a couple months ago um jesse spoke about like I just had a complete mind blank. <laughs> yeah. Some of, some of the advice advice she gave to us was like incredible. Like we had a hundred t shirts of the first ones. We sold sixty two. Did we say? So we have we have a fair few left over. And you're like, just give them out. Like get them out there. It doesn't like. There's no use them sitting in there. Correct. Want to see them on people? The more people that see it. So like that's just an example for some of the advice that you've given us, and it's been it's been good, and we appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Goes back and remembered now. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so the mentor thing that you spoke about, like when we met with you, I think that's super huge. Like no one really thinks about it, but having like even if there's a few or just one, like a mentor that you can have, like to ask stuff about and just where to get stuff and what to do and that. But it's huge. Yeah. I think that's a great thing you guys have done. Is like you've obviously reached out 
to those that are, you know, kind of five years down the line, like a Jesse, for example. And I think that just, it's a great lesson for young people and people your age specifically. is like, don't be afraid to reach out to that person you admire or you follow or, you know, you want to aspire to be like them one day because you'd be surprised how often those people do reply. So I think that's great that you guys have been doing that. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's not really as on topic, but the first uh, NRL player I sold shoes to was literally just from me sending a message to them and then they replied. So same as with push pull as well when I sent the message. So a lot of things can start from the two. Three point kick. You heard it here first, but you know, in all seriousness, you know, I, I don't, without saying those messages, Davey is like probably a high likelihood. We wouldn't be sitting here today, you know, collectively. So it's a, such a great message for the audience. Like, please reach out, please put yourself out there. That's where there's this great saying I heard. It's like your close inner circle, your family and friends, you sort of know what opportunities can arise because you, you're there every day, right? So you know what your mum can offer you. She can't give you your dreams, right? Or in, in terms of like, say professionally, but it's the people that live outside your inner circle. It's the people that it's like your mum's best friend's son. You know, you get chatting with him and he'd be like, man, you know, we need someone like you working with me or whatever. So all the opportunities, I believe, live in your out circle, outer circle. So guys, let's wrap it on that. Thanks so much for coming through. really appreciate you guys and I can't wait to see your growth. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, thanks so for having much. us. Can't thank you enough for the opportunity.